Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I'm listening is Odyssey's commitment to mental health conversations. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, depression, anxiety, or mental illness, help is available. Call or text 988 to reach the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. That's 988. Hey there, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. We are getting hit with an early blast of summertime temperatures this year. The average around this time of year, right around 93 degrees, kind of tolerable for most people. But we're starting a string where our temperature is going to soar over 100 degrees for at least a week, if not longer. That's going to put our AC units into August mode early. What happens when your air conditioner is on the fritz? On today's Ask the Expert, we are joined by Jimmy Dale. He's the president of Baker Brothers Plumbing, Air, and Electric. He is in the KRLD Zoom room. Jimmy, thank you so much for the time. Oh, no problem. Glad to be here. First off, let's talk about your workers. How busy are you guys right now? Yeah, we're we're pretty covered up. We're pretty slammed. I mean, it has been it's it's been like a light switch. It was kind of pretty mild, you know, uh, May, and then all of a sudden just got hit with a, a big June with a lot of hundred degree days. So yeah, really stacked up. Yeah, it's been pretty early for this time of year to be seeing uh, such consecutive triple digit heat. And I know that's just putting everybody's equipment into overtime. One of the things that we've spoken about in the past is just having enough parts to fix some of the equipment that you guys are going out to check. Has that been an issue for y'all so far? Well, I don't think, I think we've, you know, the COVID piece has kind of been over. We've been able to, you know, get parts and equipment a lot easier than we had in the last couple of years. So that had been a trump that had been something that's very troubling in the in the past that's just having and, and we were we stockpiled so we got a lot of work just for the fact that you know we had we had parts available but yeah we haven't had a we haven't had a tremendous hard you know time getting them now and so the covid piece is kind of over let's talk about preparing for this summertime heat we know it's coming what should people be doing while it's still relatively cool in order to make sure their ac units are working when they need to work extremely hard yeah, I mean, a, a big part is they, you know, of course, one of the things here is filters, filters, filters. I mean, you know, having dirty filters puts a lot of strain on the system. And, you and you know, if you've ever had a problem before, the guy will ask you how, how often you change your filters. And usually we all forget about this. It's one of those things you just forget about. So I change the filters, number one. Number two, uh, you know, make sure that all the bushes are cleared away from the outside condenser because it's, you know, it's using, it's drawing you know, pushing air out and, and you need to, uh, you know, just even if it's taking a hose and washing off, you know, and there, there are there, you can go get some do it yourself stuff that you can clean off the condenser, you know, I mean, the coils on the outside with. And so making sure those fins are clear, clean and clear. Sometimes there's a lot of brush around there, shrubs, you know, grow up against it because we try to hide the unit. Well, you need to have, you know, clearance all the way around to let the air flow through, through the unit the way it should. So, 
getting all the dirt particles out and doing that. And you can call almost any of the AC companies to come out and do a tune-up and they'll, they'll do that cleaning for you on the outside. Um, but, you know, trimming the back of the bushes and making sure there's plenty of space around is important as well. So those, those are some of the, just the very basic things that you can do. Um, you know, the other part too is just, you know, the biggest part, what, what really strains these things, even when it's 94 out, but then it's 80 at night, the, the unit's working continuously all the time. So the, so the big part about it, even if we, if we had 100 degrees, but it drops down to 70, that actually gives unit plenty of rest to kind of recoup a lot of times, especially older units. So, you know, a big one too is just understanding and maybe not putting as much stress on it while you're work, you know, you know, put it up to 76, so it's just not working as hard, but it does cost you a lot to go from like 78 to 76 and 76 to 73 all the way down. And the further down you go, the more inefficient you're going to, of course, it's going to be. Mm. You know, one of the things I have mad respect for is your guys that are out there hustling in this heat because it's, you know, if these units are in the attic or just even outside in the house, you know, and they're just out there in the blazing sun, I mean, the, the working conditions are not grand and they always no, no. with a smile and they're like happy to help the people who I know that, that work on HVAC systems, they lay low what they do, but it's, it's tough in Texas heat. Yeah. The, the installation guys are up there all day, you know? So um, yeah, it, it is hard on them. And like a lot of guys that weigh like 160 pounds will lose 30 and they don't have 30 to lose. But, you know, we, a lot of times, you know, we, we do is we try to do everything we can to take care of them and like you know offer IVs and just make sure talk about hydration to, you know and I think all of us need to learn that because I've had a buddy that got heat stroke just not too long ago playing golf and he was just you know miserable for two or three days and it is a real thing when you get outside in the heat you know just being careful and making sure you're drinking a lot of water. Let's talk about when people are going on vacation and they're not going to be at home for a week or so where should the AC be set or is it smart to even turn the thing off while you're out of town? Yeah. I mean, I, I think turning it completely off kind of just, you know, you kind of are looking for some things to go wrong just because you don't want it to be a hundred degrees inside the house, you know? So I definitely would say, I think, I think something safe a lot of people do is they turn it to like 78 or 80 that way, that way, you know, it's, it's keeping relatively cool. And, you know, and a lot of the new systems now too, you can actually control your AC unit like from your phone. And so the, the, the negative was you came home to 80 degree or 78 degree house. Uh, I think one of the things, you know, uh, that's, that's key is, like, hey, just being able to turn it down when you come back. So you kind of come into a cool house. But, you know, like you have like wine, you know, storage, things like that. I mean, yeah, you don't want it to be 78 or 80 inside your house if you have like, you know, you know, a, you know, a bunch of wine there. So it, it's all pretty relative to what you have in the house, you know, what, what you know, pets, anything like that. I think with that being considered, you're, you're probably talking about keeping more around 75. But, yeah, that that is a big thing. Just don't let it. I don't, I don't like the house getting too hot just because of other things that could go wrong with stuff that you know you're not thinking about especially with so many people working from home now too it's a whole different situation i actually have a friend who has a baking service that she works out of her house so her ovens are constantly on she constantly needs to have her fridge when she's storing items to cool down i mean that's electricity that she doesn't have a choice to not you know, to try to conserve during, during the day, she's, her job is at her home. So she's constantly cranking the AC or the electricity. 
how, how, how have those calls been for people who are like, I've got to get to work. I need you guys here now. <laughs> how has that yeah. been managing? Well, it's, it is tough. And a, and a lot of companies like ours have people have, you know, you're, you have an agreement. So kind of almost everybody's agreement guys, they kind of get front of the line service. So no matter what company it is and they have agreements, they usually have that front line service, which it's not important like in the fall and the spring, but, it's important now, like when you want somebody to come out today. So it is tough. And that, and that's one of the things that you have to t- kind of take into consideration. If you've had a unit that's been having a lot of problems and issues that you kind of want to get it checked up before you get to summer. That way you're not in the middle of it. That doesn't mean that still things won't break. It's just, you have lesser chance of that happening. And, you know, I think a lot of people don't understand as well. I talked to the guy the other day, he goes, Oh, I got a 20 year old unit and he took, he's been taking care of it. He does everything he's supposed to do maintenance wise. So he, I mean, he's, it's lasted 20 years. The problem is that unit's really super inefficient. So it's, it's like as, as they get older, we have seen, we actually put a monitoring system that uh, Emerson used to come out with that would tell you exactly your share level every month. And what we, what we noticed is that everyone that had older systems, man, they were like way less than what they should be. So if it was a 10 series system, they'd be operating at five. So that's why you hear these guys say, hey, you know, we can, we can save you on electric, your electric bill 50%. I mean, it actually can't happen because you're got a 10 it's operating as a five. Somebody puts in an 18 and, you know, it operates at least at a 17, 16, depending on your home and you're saving a ton of money. So the big, the big part is just to make sure that, you know, I had a guy out there, heard a guy out there, Oh yeah, we're going to put a 28 unit at his parents. I was like, Oh my God, you give your parents a $2,000 a month electric bill too. You can fix anything. That, that is one of the truths. You can fix anything except like leaking coils and things like that. But, you know, there's Freon changes, there's more to come. So there, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. So it's better to kind of take care of it on the front end mm-hmm. than to kind of deal with it in the middle of summer because no one has discounts and really big offers in 100-degree weather at AC units. Yeah. <laughs> so that is another problem. Too. Yeah, supply and demand. Someone sets, someone sets their air conditioning during the day at 72. They look at the thermometer, the temperature gauge on it, and it says 76 that doesn't necessarily mean something's wrong, does it? Well, you know, the other part too, are the systems aren't really made to like go to 105 degrees. Like that's not their optimal temperature. So, you know, like the units outside or the ambient temperature is what creates some of the, you know, the efficiency or inefficiency. And so if it's made to go to 96, which most units were, you know, you start getting to 105, they're not really made to keep up with that. So see, part of it, it, part of it has to do with your home. Like I have a room that has, that's a West facing windows, you know, that room, everything else is great. That one room. So heat loss cannot be controlled like if the AC is running and pumping full, it could just be that you have a really inefficient room like I do that's facing west that is all windows on one side. So, you know, I mean, even people don't understand this, like even drapes, those heavy, you know, dark out drapes, like what you want for sleeping and things, those things can help. You know, she was talking about her friend that had the bait near the bakery. As she's saying it, I go, you know what, if she had a great exhaust system, it would exhaust some of that heat out and some of the, you know, it exhausts some of that to the outside if she was doing that from her house. She may need to upgrade that exhaust system. Insulation would help. Like having better insulation helps a lot. Some people have 150 degrees in the attic, like 150 is terrible too high. Some people are still at 130 and then just eight inches lower. They want it to be 72. 
well, there's a part of that that just doesn't work. So there's a part of it that it, that it can be just the actual environment, you know, that the system's in. And then, and the, but if it isn't working properly or is working inefficiently, most of the time, yes, there is an inefficient, the inefficiency is being caused by something on the system not working correctly. You know, a fan slows down and it's just not blowing as much air across the coil. There's a lot of different things that can happen. That's pretty fascinating. My, my question to you but is, Olivia, it happens both ways. We're living in a in a YouTube era. Everybody thinks that they can DIY everything if they just watch a YouTube video. What are the things that can go wrong with somebody trying to fix their own AC system? <laughs> well, there's you can. The joke is you can let the smoke out of the the compressor. It's a, there's no smoke in there. It's just a joke. Like you burn it up and so it smokes. <laughs> you can put the wrong free all the wrong charge, too much on one side. You know, they're they're just not. There's a part of it just not knowing what you're doing, anything that you're susceptible to, like, you know, these issues and problems and mistakes. And there are some things you can fix yourself. But, you know, the problem is the other thing, too, is I think do it yourselfing things really cool when you have like a month to do a project. But when it's like when when the kids and mama are all upset because it's hot as heck in the house, mm -hmm. you don't have a whole lot of time. And so rushing doesn't help anything either so at, at home depot doesn't exactly have a ton of hvac parts you usually have to get those from other places so hvac is one of those things that you know uh, there's not a whole lot of the you know do-it-yourself guys out there but there are some and hey it's great to do it in the spring when it's not a big deal but once it hits summer it's like man at some point you're gonna have one shot at it and then i know my wife's gonna go hey buddy let's let's hire someone <laughs> let's get that back on so yeah. it, it is something that people try but yeah burn, the biggest one would be burning up the compressors like one of the worst things could happen to you jimmy dales the president of baker brothers thank you so much for the time oh no problem glad glad to offer some help on this appreciate it hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time baseball isn't boring now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.